Stephanie Milkey here, aka Keto Mom, or often called Mom, Sis, Steffi, Daughter, Wife, Aunt, and Friend. Just like many of you, I carry a lot of titles. My favorite title is Mom. I should probably say Wife, which takes a lot of my time. But let's be honest if you want to do something and do it well, you will make the time for it. Commitment is hard because we find ourselves overcommitted, but when you practice prioritizing, you will find out what is actually important and what you can let go. With the Keto Mom Podcast, you will learn together how to manage our time, commit to the most important things in life, and I will equip you with the tools you need to feel qualified each step of the way. My name is Stephanie Milkey, and welcome to the Keto Mom Secrets Podcast. Good morning. Welcome to the Keto Mom page. My name is Stephanie, and we are going to continue to dive into this book called Dream It, Pin It, Live It. I actually have a visual of a vision board that one of our daughters was creating last night. And I just want to hop on and just give you a word for today to help you as you go through your morning. So if you're watching live, it is Saturday. So what are you doing on this amazing Saturday? I would love to know. I am going shopping. Some of you might be going like, no way. But I'm going shopping with my mom, my sister, and my sister-in-law. I'm super excited. It's going to be a fun morning with my family. I'm really excited. My husband and our four daughters and some friends are watching the football game, which if you did not know, I am tuning in from Minnesota. I guess the Vikings are having a great streak, uh, I think, but I'm really not a football fan, although I married into a football family. So as you're tuning in, where are you tuning in from and what are you doing on this amazing Saturday? So if you do not know, if you don't normally follow me, if you're brand new, I would love for you to post new below. And I would love to get to know you, help you on your journey, help you whether it's with keto, low carb, so many different things. And in fact, I'll tell you, seven and a half years ago, this page was solely started to share keto recipes with you. That's all I wanted to do, mainly for myself and mainly to help hold myself and my husband accountable to eating better, right? So we wanted fat loss. Well, he did. I had just had our fourth baby. I wanted to lose the last little bit of baby weight and to share how I was fueled, ketones, recipes, how we were doing it as a family. That's how it started. And then fast forward seven and a half years, it really has evolved to so much more than that, to helping people in all areas of their life. Whether, like we went through a book called Cazone, and that book by Craig Rochelle talked about different spokes in your life. And so if you've never checked out all of the books that I have done on this page, you can go to ketomomsecrets.com. You can click on book club. You can click on recipes. You can click on mom fuel. I talk about this all the time. So whatever you're looking for, I would love to help. But I remember reading that book and my husband and I did that years ago. So we were married in 2004. We were married super young. He was 20, I was 21. And we went through a book that was called Cazone. And it basically talked about your life in different spokes. And it talks about your spiritual life, your financial life, your oh goodness, your relationships, your physical, and then I think your work. And there's just understanding there's different spokes in your life and they all play a part in it. So this Keto Mom page, while it started with just recipes, I've realized that most people that want to lose weight usually have a challenge in another area of their life. So whether it's financial, whether it's relationships, whether it's spiritual, and realizing that those things are all correlated together. And when you realize that, oh my goodness, I actually need to work on my marriage. I actually need to work on my finances. I tend to emotionally eat. 
or I eat because I'm bored. I need to work on whatever it is that you're going, oh yeah, because most people don't go, my finances are tied to my weight loss. My relationships are tied to my weight loss or weight gain. And then when all of a sudden you have the awareness of, huh, it actually is. Maybe that creates sadness or anger and I eat. Maybe this situation creates frustration and then I eat. I say all of this because here's the deal. I love to help you in lots of different areas. On the Keto Mom page in the mornings, most of the time I go through a book. Right now we're going through Dream It, Pin It, Live It. We're at the very end. And so if you don't have the book, if you've never read the book, you can go to ketomomsecrets.com, click on book club. And we've already done this, I think a year and a half ago. We started this again in November, and now we're continuing on to create a vision for our next year. So we've done the brainstorming. We've done the creating the list. We've done the what do I want for next year? We've set smart goals. If you don't, if you've never done that before, I'd love to. Like if you are sitting here going, wait, what? Like, I'll give you an example. We were at a Christmas party last night. We met some incredible people. And, and there are people that honestly don't even have an awareness of setting goals for the next year. Like they hear, you might hear New Year's resolutions, but what is actually, what does SMART goals mean? What does it mean to set a goal that has a specific date and a specific time and is like measurable and it's time sensitive? Like that's what this book does and that's what I want to help you do. So when I asked somebody at the party, hey, does your family create vision boards? And she, and she, and it's totally fine. It's really just an awareness of, she was like, nope. And, and it's not because she probably doesn't want to. It's because she, like a lot of other people, might have never done it before. Maybe didn't have people in their circle that have said, what is your vision for next year? What are your goals for next year? What are you believing for? So this page is really turned into more of, what are you believing for? What do you want? What are you hoping for? How can I help you set smart goals that are actually achievable and understanding that all of those things take time, consistent effort, consistent energy. The key word is action. And how can we accomplish those goals? Not in two weeks, but like give yourself a year. That's the point of this page. And so I'm super excited. There's some different things I have in my mind and things that I want to talk about on the Keto Mom page. This page will always stay Keto Mom. Uh, but really over the last seven and a half years, having an awareness of what really does keto look like for the average person? And I'm not calling you average because all of you on here are way above average. But in general, what does that diet actually look like? Where was it started? How can we make this work for everybody? And helping you understand your body, your emotions, like why are you gaining weight? Why are you not losing weight? Different areas of your life to look at. That's what this page is about. So I say all of that. And as we're diving into the end of this book, I'm going to give you something to think about. And then also, I'm going to show you a visual of one of our daughter's vision boards. They're not done. They're just getting started. My husband and I will be doing our vision boards this week. I will share with you when I'm done. And so you can continue, continue, excuse me, to follow along, ask questions. Uh, I would love for you to press the share button. Sharing is caring. And I like to say, invite anybody that you know to the page. They might go keto mom and they might go, I'm not keto or a mom. And I'm like, listen, it's for anybody. That's just who I was and am, but it's in a different context and really different than seven and a half years ago. A hundred percent. Like my viewpoint, well, my viewpoints on keto, how I help people and give them insight and help them understand food honestly is different than years, years ago. And I want to help you.
in all areas of your life. So with that, we are on chapter 10, if you're following along. And the, and the title was The Hidden Key to Living Your Dreams. If you're like, I don't know if I dream. I'm too old. I, I've missed the boat. I, I don't. I can't. I don't have. I want you to listen. And I want you to know that it's never too late. You're not too old. You're not too young. Uh, money isn't shouldn't play a factor in this because this is about what's truly in your heart and some things that you want to go after. And you might go, I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. All of those things I don't want you to think about right now. I want you to just dig in and go, what do I actually want for next year? And we've talked about that. I'm going to encourage you to grab the book. But this is what the author said. So her dad is a... I can't remember if he's a pastor or a well-known speaker, but here's what the author said. Her name is Terry. She said, my dad taught me the, this profound principle that states, you may not always have what you need, but you're never without the seed that will produce it. Basically, whenever you have a need, so is seed. And so she talks about, have you on here, let me know. First of all, let me know if this is making sense. Is this something that you're like, I actually do need help with setting goals. Like, I would love to know where you're, where you are at in your mindset. Like, if you had to rate your, rate your mindset from one to ten, like one being, I get up and I'm like, I don't want to, I have to. If and it's fine, we're gonna work on it. But let's say you had to rate your mindset from one to ten. One being like, I probably get called cranky pants. My mind is in the gutter. I. I'm more pessimistic than optimistic. And then 10 being like, life is great. I love everybody and everything. Like I get up with the, I get to do this. I get to clean my house. I get to take out the garbage. I get to bathe four children. I get to go clean the dogs, poop out on the deck. Like I'm just saying, like, what would you rate your mindset on? One through 10. One, 10 in the middle. And I don't know where that came from, but in general, it's good to have an awareness so that as you listen to things like this, you can go, ooh, I need to work on that. Or I just need to, first of all, oh, I actually didn't know I was a cranky pants. I didn't know that I sat on the pity potty. I didn't know. And now I'm like, ooh, I know. And I can actually change it. So, all right. She says, if you need something, you sow a seed. I don't, I said that for a reason that I already lost it. But anyways, let me ask you this question. Have you ever heard of the phrase, you reap what you sow? I'm sure you have. If you haven't, I'm going to say something. You reap what you sow, right? In general, you can take it from a biblical aspect or even just science. I know that lots of people, whatever their beliefs are, believe in the heart, the sowing the seed and the harvest, right? You reap and then you sow. If you sow not great things, if you get up and you sow negative words into people, if you get up and you're yelling at your kids or your spouse or your, or you just, you know, you drive terribly and you cut somebody off, like, do you think your day is going to go well? Vice versa, if you get up and you're encouraging and you are listening to good podcasts and you are encouraging other people and you're opening up doors for people and you're like letting them go first as you're driving down the road, like, I know those sound silly, but you reap what you sow. So she goes, we always reap more than we sow. What you give, I'm sorry, what you give is what you get. And so I'm not going to read all the stories to you, but I'm just going to read a couple highlights. Your dreams are no different. You must sow, sow for each of the dreams that you want to harvest in your life. So as you're creating your vision board, as you're thinking about the things that you want in your life in general, 
our CEO, one of our very good friends, he says, what you give, you have forever. So if you're going, all right, I've created a vision board. I have dreams. I have goals for next year. I also want you to put on the lens or put on different eyes. I want you to see in a different perspective of if these are the things I'm believing for, what are things I can sow into people? It might look very different to you. It could be financial. It could be words of encouragement. It could be your time. And think about this. If you want something, let's say that you want a better relationship, you need to be the giver of your time and words and help create the better relationship. If you just simply want a hug, then you need to go give a hug. My husband is really great at that. I can tell when we, we call it his love tank because his, my husband's gifts, or I'm sorry, that's not right. Love language. I'm looking at him because he's sitting over here. My husband's love language is words of affirmation and physical touch. Those are the opposite of mine. I'm like acts of service. And so it's interesting when you want something, you need to go give it, right? My husband knows that in my mind, I'm like, working on the house, I'm cleaning the house, I'm doing the dishes. I'm like, I hope this makes him feel great. And then yet all he needs is a hug. So instead of him thinking, sitting at the table going, I wish you would come and give me a hug. He gets up, walks into the kitchen, his love tank is empty. And he's like, I just need a hug. What are you giving? Like, if you want something, you need to go give it. Does this make sense? Is this making sense, babe? All right. All right. I kind of feel like I'm going off a couple trails, just popping in my head. So here's what I want you to know. It is not your job to figure out how your dreams will manifest. Your responsibility is to stay focused on your vision, sow and sow seeds towards it and trust God. Remember this phrase, when what you see inside becomes more real than what you see outside, it's just a matter of time. So, so I'm gonna, I really am in this book because she shares really great stories, but in general, as we proactively looked for opportunities to work, to make extra money, so she's talking about financial and to diligently pursue the visions and intense desires, the day came when we were scheduled to, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Actually, I didn't want to read that. That was tied to a story. She's talking about making money. And she goes, listen, I had a huge financial goal. And I, what I did is I didn't get so crazy about my goal, but I looked for other people to sew into. She sewed in and helped other people as she was waiting for God, honestly, to open up doors, open up opportunities. She focused on her own visions, her own focus, but also on what she could sew into others. All right. I promise you, I've got one more thing and then I'm going to let you go. I think so. All right. The law of seed time and harvest time. We want instant results or else we declare that it isn't working. Be wise like a farmer, knowing the harvest takes time. That's what I really wanted to hit on today. I want you to think about, we live in a surrounding area of farmland. And so I actually took a picture this spring of the field right after it was raining, the snow was gone. And I was like, girls, this is going to be incredible because in August and September, the corn and the... It's going to be so high that that's going to be harvest time. And my intent was to take a picture every season and I didn't do it. But I have the picture of the seed time when the farmers plowed the fields, which was honestly probably in April. They started as soon as the ground isn't wet. I don't know if you know and you live by farmers, but I remember thinking this is going to be, create an incredible harvest for these farmers. And every time I drove by the fields and every time I drive by the fields, I always think, they're so patient. They plant the seeds, they water it, they cultivate it. They like, 
they're patient, there's some things that they actually can't, like they're not responsible for. They can't control the weather. There's things they can't control, so they don't stress about that, but they do all they can as they plant the seeds and they water it, and then they watch it grow over time. And then all the way up until I think October, even when there was some snow on the ground, they started harvesting what they, what they grew. It wasn't overnight. It wasn't two weeks. It wasn't four months. Like some of you get so stuck in this instant gratification world between our phones and the swipes and the notifications. And like this person had such, such success. Why can't I have that? And you don't truly understand the work, the time, the sweat, what they put in to get what they have because you look at me or I look at you or you look at anybody else who is an influencer online and you think, well, they got lucky, right? And rightfully so, some people have had overnight success, whatever that means to you. And success means different things to different people. All I want you to have a realization of today, going into setting your goals for 2023, is there's seed time and there's harvest time. There's time to where you're going to put in the work. Seed time right now for you should be getting a vision, writing it down, journaling and doing the actions of this book, taking some time and actually figuring out your word for the year. We've talked about that. What do you want? Putting the seeds in the ground, putting it on a board. So let me show you something. This is one of our daughter's boards that she just started creating and she's nine, right? So you might go, well, what does a vision board look like? It can look like whatever you want. So she shows some things that she wanted to work on and, and she's nine. So in general, I didn't say you can only pick specific smart goals that are going to be accomplished in 12 to 18 months. I want, we want our children to dream. So some of these things she can accomplish now, some of the things she might not accomplish until she's an adult. You, as an adult, I want you to think about what are 10 goals, five to 10 goals I can set for this new year that are achievable, that are specific. I can help you with that. And I can put on a board, not something like, I want to make $500,000 if your income right now is $40,000. I want it to be achievable in the next 12 to 18 months. I'm not saying you can't have a huge goal, but I want this to be creating with things that you can focus on and you can have little wins so you don't quit, right? So if you look at hers, I don't know what this cow is, but I think she wants a cow. Uh, she has a dream of having a little diner. She wants to be able to be stronger in CrossFit. Our kids want to go back to Florida, which we will be doing. Um, dreaming in Florida. She wants one of these buses. She wants to be able to read better. She wants to be a better reader. She wants to learn ukulele. She wants to go snowboarding. Um, we talked about learning Bible verses. She wants to do an unassisted pull-up. She wants her ears pierced and more than just one earring. So if you look at this, they want a horse. She, I say, I say she, but all of them. She likes pretty dresses. So look at this. This is a incredible vision board of a nine-year-old. And all it is, it... I'll, t I'll tell you a story real quick and then I'm going to let you go. If, I hope this is resonating with you. I hope it helps you in any way, shape, or form in your life. But let me say this so that it doesn't hurt anybody's feelings. We were someplace. I'm not going to say the place. Me and my daughters. And a question was asked 
and it was a simple question, but you had to use your imagination to come up with a name. All you had to do in a split second was come up with a name of something. And it wasn't hard, but out of everybody that was in this group, as we were standing in a circle, there was probably 15 of us, maybe three or four people could come up with a name, use their imagination. I'm just going to say to name a boat, right? And it wasn't, and I'm not trying to like pick on anybody or say that, oh, you're, you don't have your imagination, but children have an imagination. Children dream, right? And somewhere along the lines, it's taken from them or they're told they can't. Maybe you were told you can't. Maybe you were told you will never like, oh, it's not in your genes. It's not in your family. There's no way that you can have that. There's no way you should have that. I don't, I don't know what happened in your life to make you feel like you're not worthy or why you stopped dreaming. My husband is an incredible visionary, like an incredible dreamer. I actually had to work on it. I don't remember why. I don't know why I stopped dreaming years ago. I don't know why I thought I couldn't be great or I couldn't have certain things or I couldn't accomplish certain things. I just was very matter of fact. So I watched all of these adults try to come up with one name. If they were to have a boat, what would the name be? And I just sat back and I was like, it makes me sad that that I would say a majority of adults don't allow themselves to dream, don't allow themselves just to like be silly. Like if I were to say, hey, right now you were gifted a million dollar boat. What are you going to name the boat? This, it's, it's, it's an incredible boat, right? And all you had to do was come up with a name. Could you do it? Are you going, I don't know. I don't know. Because that was the common answer. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I don't know. And I'm like, just, just name the boat. And then I sat back and I was like, oh, I know. It's because we haven't been like being creative. Maybe we're not dreaming. Maybe we don't think we're worthy of the boat. Maybe we don't. I don't know. But that one situation, I just had this realization of they don't know how to dream. Or where's their creativity? I share this because I'm like, this is incredible of a nine-year-old. I want you to get back into your dreaming and what are you wanting for next year and create something. You're not too old. It's not too late. There's still opportunities out for you. My dad says, if you're not dead, you're not done. So what is it that you want to go after? Write down some words. I can help you get specific. Find some pictures. They went on Google and Pinterest. They found the pictures they wanted. They taped them to a board because when you keep this in front of you, when you get up in the mornings, you're going to go, yes, this is what I'm believing for. This is what I'm dreaming for. I want to be able to do this. I want to lose this amount of weight. I want to pay off this debt. Because when you keep the vision in front of you, it helps you walk throughout your day with a different perspective, with the different verbiage, with different thinking, with different mindset, with different choices. You will start finding yourself naturally making better choices because you have a vision in front of you. I hope this is making sense. So... That was kind of a long live. If you stuck with me, awesome. I actually have no idea who's on and I can't see your comments, but I hope it's, I hope it helps you in some way, shape or form. I want you to think the whole conversation was about seed time and harvest time. Be wise like a farmer and know that if you're going to dive into 2023 with goals and a dream, I want you to also have an understanding of I'm a farmer, I'm planting seeds and I'm going to reap a harvest, not before February, 
I mean, maybe you will, maybe you'll pay off a credit card. I'm not, but in general, like I need you to give it a year. Like this whole instant society, Insta, Insta, Insta is not Insta. It's not. You get to see the highlight reels, but not all the work. So seed time, harvest time. What are you going to put your hands to? I'm here to help you. Uh, I hope this helps you. I would love for you to press the share button so more people can join the community. I'd love for you to tag a friend uh, and just say, hey, let's do this together. Or maybe you're thinking of somebody that needs vision and needs hope. Tag them below. Also, continue to tune into the page for things that people think they need, like recipes and all these keto tips and everything that I know that you want. And I'm also going to sprinkle things in there that I actually think that you need. So wherever you fall on that, I'm here to help. Thank you for tuning in. You can always go to ketomomsecrets.com. We do have some fun things for um, ketones and Christmas and what's going on. So of course, I'm drinking my mom fuel. I talk about this every single day in my stories. If you've never tried them, we are doing a fun little giveaway. So if you've never tried ketones, all I'm going to say is this. My husband wanted fat loss. I wanted energy and focus to keep up with our kids. That's the tool that I share in my health journey. There's different tools that I will give you, like for creating vision boards, different tools in all different areas. And we have a fun little giveaway that's going along with ketones today for the next couple of days. So in general, if you've never tried them, post trial in the comments. I'd love to chat with you. I hope you guys have an incredible day. I'm going to go shopping. Maybe you need to go shopping as well, or just enjoy your day. Go Vikings. Not really, but I'm sure they're going to do great. Have a great afternoon and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye everybody.